Welcome to episode 20 of Land the Plane Podcast. Uh, Jonathan, wh- where, where's the intro music? Uh, I'm not real sure. Um, mm, tss, mm, tss, mm, tss, yeah. Tss, mm, Merry Christmas, everyone. Mm, tss, it's Christmas. Tss, mm, tss, Land the Plane Podcast. Tss, mm, Coming tss, at you hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a Christmas special episode of Land the Plane Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm Jonathan. And we are excited to be back with you. We've been enjoying a little bit of a holiday break. Sounds like we've been enjoying a little too much. We were having a good time, Jonathan. I like the new intro music. (laughs) I was feeling it, man. But we, hey, we are excited. It's been a while since we had a new show come out. It's been about a month, but we are excited to be back with you celebrating Christmas. This will be our one and only show this month. Uh, we're, we're taking time like everybody else. Just enjoy the holidays and remember what the season's all about. We hope you are doing the same. That's right. But Jonathan, how you been doing, man? Man, doing doing well. We uh, had a couple of things at the, at the church's um, Christmas program, that kind of thing. Yep. Went really, really well. It was awesome. And... Uh, Got some other things planned. Already been at a few parties and things like that. Going to do some stuff at an elementary school tomorrow. Nice. Um, taking pictures with Santa and all those kind of things. The season well, is I full mean, swing. One of Santa's helpers. Yeah, there you go. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's a busy man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've been having a good time too, and just enjoying family, enjoying the holidays, Christmas lights. I like going around looking at lights and doing all that kind of stuff. You know, it doesn't seem like as many people do lights anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I get it because I mean we don't. Yeah, I know. I, I, I drove to your house. To, it was but, just so dark and yeah, dreary. It's dreary. <laughs> Could be weather in Arkansas. My house, right on now. the other hand, has plentiful lights on it. Really? Yes. So I, I need to come by and check. You it do out. you do? Let me know you're coming though, so I'll plug them in. <laughs> sometimes I forget to plug them in. It doesn't make it very exciting, but hey, what can you do? Buy a timer. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> hey, who has that much energy? <laughs> No, hey, we got a fun show lined up for you tonight. It's kind of a, you know, we're just going to have some good times, some laughs, hopefully, and hopefully you have a good time, and you can share this episode with your children and family and just have a good old Christmas time. So um, before we get started, Jonathan, because I know you got a, short, a story you want to share, but before we do, I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine. <clears throat> His name is Mark. He, uh, We grew up when we were young lads back in Haskell. As uh, we were best friends, you know, we ran the neighborhood together, did those types of things, rode bikes together, played ball, ate too many Doritos, you know, all those types of things. And uh, he, um, his grandmother passed away the other day. Uh, she was 105 years old. Oh, wow. That's what I was told. I, I didn't realize that was her age, but yeah, 105. And so I just want to give a, a, a just a shout out to that family, partially because um, I found out he was a listener of the show. So that was really awesome to find out, you know, one of your old classmates. Is a, is a fan of the show. So, uh, yeah. Mark, hey, out there thinking about you, thinking about your family, praying for you. And uh, thanks for listening and being part of it, man. It's been too long. Got to catch up sometime. So, our moms are still neighbors. It's pretty cool. So, I just wanted to say that to Mark real quick. Shout out to Mark. Well, hey, Mark, thanks for being a fan. Thanks for being a listener. There you go. There you go. Now, Jonathan, you've been telling me that you have 
a story that you wanted to share with our listeners tonight. And you've been known to be quite the storyteller on this show, so I am curious and I'm fired up to hear what it is. Well, I hope I haven't set it up too <laughs> too much. I got him on the edge of the seat for you, man. So bring, no, this, it, bring it home. All right. So you've heard of John Christ, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, comedian, got really famous doing uh, Instagram videos, YouTube videos, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never heard him, you you know, listener out there, you need to look this yeah, guy Yeah, check him out. He's got some good uh, stuff. John Christ. And... Uh, so anyway, he came to Little Rock. We we got tickets for it. My my family bought that for my birthday, and so I took a friend of mine, Robert, to the show. And we get into the show. We we get there about fifteen minutes before it starts, and we walk. We have to go up to the balcony area because there's no. It's just general general admission seating. So we go up to the balcony, looking around. Finally, get a seat, kind of in the the second le- level, kind of on a wing around the around the outside edge. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So we sit down and kind of sitting there. It's about five, six minutes before the show starts. And we start looking around and, and right down, like right in front of the stage, you know, like six, seven rows back, five, six rows back. There's several places where there's room for two or three people, you know? Yeah. So you think about the old, the old switch the seat. Yeah. You know, I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's general admission. You know, just go sit down. And I, it may, I, I'm thinking that it's, you know, people kind of coming in, either in a group of three or four people, something like that, or they just come in and look and it's, man, this is packed. There's no way that there's seats. But from up here in the balcony, we can spot the seats that are empty. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, he looks over at me and I'm looking at him. I'm like, hey, man, let's, let's go try. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. What do we got to lose? So we walk down the, keep going down the the side level of the balcony, and it eventually just goes all the way down to the, the ground floor. So we we end up basically walking directly in front of the stage, across the, the middle of the stage, walk back like six aisles, and there's some people sitting kind of on the end, and we just ask, "Hey, are, are those seats taken?" Nope. Nice. Cool. Good so seats. we just go in, sit down. We kind of go over towards the middle. And they were, were literally like six rows off the stage, almost dead center. Okay. And so we're, I mean, I'm thinking, man, these are awesome seats, you know? And, and who would have thought, except for we went up to the balcony. Well, I realized I didn't have my phone. I had pulled my phone out of my pocket and set it down next to me while we were in the balcony. Oh, so it's still up there. <clears throat> it's still up in there in the balcony. Uh-oh. So I'm like, man, I got to go get my phone because it's, you know, I mean, it's a Christian concert, but the phone's going to be gone, you know. Yeah, uh, sure. So I walk out, and instead of walking across the stage and up, because the show's about to start, I just walk out of the back doors, walk upstairs, go to the balcony, get my phone, come back downstairs, and walk in from the back instead of from the from the stage like we got there. So show is started by the time I get back to my seat. But I notice when I when I come into the seat where where my friend's sitting, that on the end of the pew, it says reserved. Not on the end, but kind of on the back of the pew. So coming from the stage, walking backwards. You didn't see it. Couldn't see it. But walking back down that way, I could see there was a reserve sign just kind of hanging on the back of that pew. It's like, well, okay. I mean, but... The show started. There, and we asked, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the show started, you know. No big deal. 
So we go over, I, I would go back in, sit down in my seat. Then I look over at the person that's sitting next to me, like on the other side of my friend, or the other side of me from my friend. And I notice that she's wearing a, a lanyard with like a, you know, like a pass oh. looking kind of thing, you know. The lanyard. It's lanyard, you know, and stuff. (laughs) And then I look on the other side of my friend, and the people that are sitting over there that let us in are wearing a a lanyard and a badge. Starting to make more sense while it's reserved. And then I start looking up in front of us, and everybody has a lanyard and a badge. Look kind of across into a different aisle than we are, but the first five, six rows. Lots of lanyards and lots of badges, <laughs> except me and my friend. <laughs> but you're in there, man. Yeah. I, so we're sitting there. So anyway, I, I kind of nudge him and I'm like, dude, I, I don't, I'm not sure what happened, but I think we're in like, like reserved seating or something. I didn't even know that they had, yeah. you know, like premier tickets or something like that. And so he kind of looks around and I look around and we're like, so we kind of sit back in our pew and fold our arms across our chest <laughs> to so kind of hide the fact that we're not wearing lanyards. Maybe you have a lanyard, maybe you don't. Maybe so. I mean, who knows? But the cool thing is, and what he pointed out was, hey, you know what? This is a Christian concert. <laughs> so even if we're not supposed to be sitting here, they probably feel bad about making us move. <laughs> so, so did we probably sit there? Not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> We sit there and we actually we watched the whole concert. And afterwards, I was talking to him, and and he, like I, we were kind of both constantly thinking at any point somebody's going to come up and tell us to move, you know. But it never happened. We watched uh, John Christ, and then there, there's some other comedians that are with him. Um, Mike Goodwin, I believe, is his name. Man, he was he was hilarious. Um, he was there and. Uh, if he if he ever listens to this podcast, he'll totally get why I say this, and anybody that was at that show will get why I say this this way. But he's he's a black comedian, so you need okay. to look up John Goodwin. Uh, I'm watching him out. Mike John. Goodwin, Mike Goodwin, <laughs> Goodwin. Okay, see if you can find the joke that that's talking about. Anyway, okay. so uh, yeah, man, we got to watch the whole thing, sixth row. I found out later those tickets were seventy five bucks a pop. Whoa. Yeah. So you were a VIP. We were a VIP and was <laughs> with uh yeah. So that's great, man. I'm glad it was a good show. Even though you stole somebody's seats. I mean well, No, we didn't steal their seats. <laughs> I mean if if you don't feel guilty about that at all, I mean that's that's great. <laughs> he just No, I don't. <laughs> No, awesome. I just I think it was awesome. We just kind of accidentally ended up in the VIP section and got to watch John Christ. And I thought he was going to be like that old comedian Gallagher. Do you remember that guy? Yes, he used to smash watermelons. watermelons and I thought stuff. maybe you were fixing to get like hosed with some. Yeah, some if you're fruit. in the front five, six rows there, they give you ponchos. Yeah, so I didn't know if that was going to be happening to you. Yeah. Maybe going to be pulled up on stage or something? Yeah. So the moral of the story is if you're if you're going to like crash the VIP section, do it at a Christian concert. <laughs> dude, what if he would have noticed? What if the comedian, yes, John Chris, would have noticed you didn't have a lanyard dude, on and I called you out? I actually thought about that. That would have been fantastic. Because I think he probably would. Because it would I mean, be would hilarious. Yeah, Just would. because of the fun, you know. And after he did it, he may have 
like kind of apologized and not not really, but maybe you know that kind of thing. Yeah. But just for the sheer funny of the oh, yeah. the whole situation, yeah. I, I kept my arms crossed most of the concert. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you enjoyed it, I mean, as long as it didn't allow like take away your joy no, of the no, show, no, so. no, not at all. It was, it was, it was. It ended up, it was just funny. Yeah. That it happened, you know. Um, but no, very, very good. Uh, he's a good comedian. Good. I want to check him out one day, but. I didn't get an invite. Okay, next on to the next game. <laughs> Don't just mess it. All right. We have a fun activity for you tonight, Jonathan. I have I've de- I've developed a game for you to play because one you can't win games <laughs> ordinarily, so you, you have to make up one. Always believe that you win the games. And so <laughs> this game is totally about you. It's I'm not even playing. I'm just the host. All right. So this game is totally about you. And there is so a to consequence. win, I have to beat myself. You have to be smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have last, to be smart? Yeah, we have to be a little smart. Because oh. last time, last show, you we talked about Christmas a little bit, and you said you love Christmas. Like, it was your favorite oh, time man. of the year. You're so, using my words against yes, me. Yes, I am. Like Way a true, to go politician on me. <laughs> so this is a trivia uh, game, uh, Jonathan, okay. because you're a smart guy. Okay, C. No, it is multiple choice. Okay, and there's eight. C. There's eight questions. Okay. All right. You have to get five out of the eight correct to win. Okay. C. Okay. I even asked you a question. <laughs> Just calm down. Okay. There is a consequence, though. There's a prize. If you win, okay, if you get five of the eight, then I have to pay the consequence. But if you don't get five correct, then you have to pay the consequence. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. These are the rules, Jonathan. I don't okay. make these things up. Yes, is, you did. This is yes, what, you did. This is what the rules you, are. You made up the rules. Okay, the consequence. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what it is. Okay. If you lose, if you don't get five right, okay, you have to record yourself singing a Christmas carol. Okay. And post it on social media, like on the land the plane pages. Okay. Facebook. Like Facebook, Instagram, Live kind of thing. Yeah, something or like Instagram. That. Okay. Has to be like a minute, you know. Yeah. Has to sing the song that I choose. No. Yes. No. If you get five of the eight okay, correct, then I have to choose. I get you to choose a song for me, something. and I'll and I'll sing it. Baby, it's cold out. <laughs> oh. Contra- controversy, controversy for no reason. All right. So, are you ready? Sure, man. Do you understand Whatever. the rules? Oh yeah. I mean, but I'm sure you'll make them up as we go along. Anyway, they're they're written down. The answers are here. I'll make sure nobody's yeah. behind me cheating or anything. So, th- some of these are easier than others. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm confident in you. I think you can, you can pass. All right, here we go. Y'all can play along at home. All right. Question number one. Let, okay. me, let me make sure I keep score here. Make, right. What beverage company has been using Santa Claus in its advertising since 1931? I'll go with Coca-Cola. A. Pepsi. B. Coke. C. Dr. Pepper. Or D. Eggnog R. Us. Uh, whatever Coke was. Uh, I need the letter, John, if you want this to be official. B. <laughs> B. B Coke yeah. is correct, okay. Jonathan. See? This is easy. Bam. One. One. Okay. One for one. Okay. Question number two. What Christmas carol does the Peanuts gang sing at the end of a Charlie Brown I Christmas? I should totally know that. Is it A, Joy to the World, B, O Little Town of Bethlehem, C, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, or D, The Little Drummer Boy? I can't repeat. 
C. Sure. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. That is correct, Jonathan. Two for two, man. Bam. I hope I don't start sweating over here. I don't want to have to sing the song. Okay. I'll get a little more challenging for you. What is the most popular ornament used to place at the top of the Christmas tree? Is it A? Are you fixing to say it? A, a say star angel, angel. B, star. C, Santa Claus. Or D, lightsaber. <laughs> well, it ought to be D. It ought to be. But star no. or an angel. Getting a little nervous now. I'm going to go with the star. Star, that's B. I'm sorry. That is Dad incorrect. God, it's an angel, isn't it? It's an angel. Yeah. You went away from. I mean, it's 2018. When did you When did you look this up? I don't know. 1954. I don't know. Yeah, like that. that's what I thought. <laughs> no, this was this was recent. Okay, I didn't make any of this up. Internet told me these things. Right? <laughs> so it's absolutely accurate. Yes, 100. Uh, <laughs> percent oh, You just missed your first one. Yeah. You can only miss two, two three two all together. Okay. I can miss four. No, you got to right? get five three? out of eight. Five. Uh huh. You have to get the majority. In the TV special, Baby, it's cold <laughs> out. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, what three words best describe the Grinch? Stink, stank, stunk. Is it A, stink, stank, stunk? B, stink, stank, skunk? C, stink, stank, slunk? Or D, stink, stank, sunk? Stink, stank, stunk. Stink, stank, stunk. That's correct, Jonathan. All right, you're 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 three for four right now. Okay, he's a mean one. Question five: In the 1964 classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> well, what? we can't be talking about that. Why not? The because it's not appropriate or something. Rudolph? Right? Yeah. Just because all his friends are bullies, bullies and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fine. 1964 classic <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What was the name of Rudolph's faithful elf companion? I have no idea. Was it A, Hermie, B, Henry, C, Harmie, or D, Todd Eucobian? <laughs> <laughs> For y'all that don't know who Todd Eucobian is, it's a local meteorologist that looks just like his elf companion. So, what do you think? A, Hermie, B, Henry, C, Harmie, or D, Todd Eucobian? I'm going to go with A. A, Hermie? Sure. That's correct. Gosh. Dude, you already got four right. You're I got way four right. Yes, I just got to get one more. Yes, you're better at this than the people I tested this on. Okay, <clears throat> I'm starting to sweat a little bit. What was the name of the magician with the magic hat in the 1969 TV special Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> was it Professor Dinkle, Professor Hinkle, Professor Finkle, or Black Bart? Hinkle. Dang it. <laughs> you know, I'm a little upset right now. <sighs> We're going to finish the quiz. <laughs> Nobody's talking to I me. had no idea. Are you serious? <laughs> you got it right. It's Hinkle, man. Dang. You're a good guesser. Okay. Looks like I'm singing the song, but... But we're going to keep going. So what's it feel like when you make up the rules yourself and you still lose? You know. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the, the, the the listeners are probably happy I'm the one doing the singing anyway. That's probably true. <laughs> okay, we're going to let you finish though. Unless it was like a Barry Manilow song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You do get to pick. Um, okay, number seven. We're going to go ahead and finish because these are two are interesting. Okay. I was hoping you'd get to these two because these are interesting. Two of the reindeer are named after weather phenomenon. Comet. 
Which two are they? A weather phenomenon. A, Comet and Cupid. B, Donner and Blitzen. C, Dasher and Blitzen. Or D, Comet and Dasher. Well, a comet is not a weather phenomenon. Uh, So say that again. Comet and Cupid. No. B, Donner and Blitzen. Okay. C, Dasher and Blitzen. Or D, Comet and Dasher. Donner and Blitzen. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Do you know what they mean? No. It means thunder and lightning. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Isn't that fascinating? So they were fast. Yeah, they were thunder and lightning, dude, just like my arms. Thunder and lightning, that's why I call them. Because they're... (laughs) Because they're so powerful. <laughs> it's thunder and lightning. All right. Okay, last question. And you, you really did well, Jonathan. I'm impressed. In what country are Christmas trees decorated with spiders? Is it A, Iceland, B, Nigeria, C, Brazil, or D, the Ukraine? I, I'm, I was waiting on Transylvania. <laughs> I did think about putting that one in there. Just yeah, to, that would have that would have thrown me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're thrown anyway. Yeah, I'm thrown anyway. What are they again? Iceland, N- Nigeria, Brazil, or Ukraine? Brazil. Trees decorated with spiders. Brazil. That is incorrect. You have to sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd try well, to slip that in there. What country was it? It was Ukraine. The Ukraine. The Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. So if we got any Ukraine listeners out there, send us an email. We'd love to why hear. why you decorate with spiders. <laughs> we would love to know. Because that's, that. I don't I don't get it. All right, so you got six out of eight. All right, so what eight. that means is that we get, I get to pick a Christmas carol yeah. for you to sing. Yeah. Baby, it's cold. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble, man. You're going to get me banned from the internet. All right, I have to think about it. Yeah, you, you think about it. It'll be a surprise. It'll come out sometime between this show releasing and Christmas. Right, yeah. It'll show up. Make sure you're following our Facebook page, Instagram. It should be a beautiful thing. You know I ain't going to do it simple. It's going to be an event. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, that goes without saying. If I have to do it, so. Yep. Anyways, well. Hey, good game. Good night, good everybody. Game. Podcast over. Go Good home. game. I, I enjoyed that. That was fun. So, took the wind right out of me. <laughs> I tested that on like three people, and they all failed, Jonathan. And I got to admit, there was there was several of them. I had no idea. You just guessed. I just it. guessed. Yeah. 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 Everybody, I need some encouragement. Hinkle being one of them. Did it you, just sounded you, right. You seem so confident, though. Yeah, it just sounded right. All right. Well, let's move on. This is old news. <laughs> this is all stink, stink, stunky. If anybody would like to take my place or come sing with me, um, for my song, I'll take backup singers. No sweat. Now, that would be, you know what we ought to do? Is, is if we could get some listeners to, like, once we once we decide on what song, okay. okay, then get some listeners to send in their version of, of them singing that song, and then, like, we maybe can, like, mash it all together or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. So yeah, so on that, yeah, y'all sing with me. Yeah, on the comments, like put, so, put your own video. Yeah, sing. once we once we throw the show out there, like in the show notes or something, we'll we'll show we'll. Yeah, you know, it's the last thing I want you to do is think post about out too. there. Okay. All right. Well, hey, it's Christmas, <laughs> and now that that's over and I'm depressed, we can move on to the holidays. So, what we thought we'd do today is we thought it'd be fun because we want to talk to you about the true meaning of Christmas, what Christmas is all about. You know, we wouldn't be doing the show, we wouldn't be doing what we do if we didn't talk about that for Christmas. So we are going to go to Luke chapter 2 
in the Bible. Um, if y'all want to grab your Bibles and follow along, you can. But that's a uh, the old school. No, I say old school. It's the traditional, the traditional storytelling of Jesus and his birth and what happened. So we're going to bring that to you today, and we're hopefully going to hit you some with some extra stuff, like some maybe some things you hadn't thought of, or maybe some things you didn't know about the story, or just some cool little. Little tidbits, tidbits. Of yeah. It's like the it's like behind the scenes of the Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. Going behind the story within the story. <laughs> yeah, and and if there's, I mean, there's tons of things in here that we're not going to be able to cover, obviously. Right. But if there's something in the Christmas story that that you guys out there think, hey, I know this part, you know, like a behind the scenes thing, um, shoot that in the comments or or email us those kind of things. That'd be interesting to see. Interesting yeah. to read. You bet, and you've heard the story probably. If not, here you go. It's the first time to hear it. But if you have heard the story, and maybe you hear it at Christmas time, or you hear um, at church, or something like that, this time of year, or maybe you read it, um, you have the opportunity now that maybe you can use a little bit of this information to impress all the friends around you. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Help you look cool at the Christmas party, right, John? That's right. That's right. So Luke chapter two, and Jonathan, you just stop me at times. I'll stop myself at times, and we'll talk about this. All right? Okay. So, uh, like I said, Luke chapter 2, um, I use the ESV version here, but it says, verse 1, it says, In those days... Whoa, stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I thought there was something... Spe- those no. days. I thought you wanted to describe those days. Go ahead. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when... Um, Quirinarius, I'm not good at I'm not good at pronouncing these words. Wow. Quirinius uh, was governor of Syria. Okay, stop. See why would they Why would they put that in there? That's a good question, John. <laughs> I mean, you know, they kind of want you to you, give some, especially and and even it says in those days. In those days, yeah. What days? In the days of our lives. <laughs> No, they're trying to give us a reference of kind of when this story was taking place. Yeah, time frame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. So we've got the win. We've got the win. Um, starting to get the where, but anyway. Verse 3. Verse 3. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Um. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop. Here. That old biblical name, David. David. What's David? What's David got to do with it? King David? Yeah. David and Goliath? That David? That David. The most famous David of all. Yeah. I say that just so people understand. It is that David. <laughs> it is. It's the David you know about from just the Old Testament. So I had a Christmas pun and you didn't even get it. Did you? The most famous David of all. That's not a Christmas pun. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ring, the famous... Anyway. He was a King Rudolph. It's King David. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so We were talking about Moscow. (laughs) Might have been King Rudolph. So, Jonathan, tell him why it was important to mention that this was the house... Joseph was of the house and lineage of David. So uh, back in David's time, when David was a king over Israel, uh, God made a promise to him, a covenant with him, that uh, through his lineage, through him um, and, and, and his, not ancestors, but descendants, yeah, that's that, the other word, um, 
that the whole world would be blessed. And so it's a, it was a, what they refer to as a messianic prophecy. It's a prophecy about the Messiah, that it would, uh, that he would come through the, the lineage of David. So we see that Joseph was of the lineage of David. He was the connection. Yeah. It kind of, you sort know, of. some of the big, the big names is Abraham, skip a few, David, skip a few. <laughs> Jesus, that's <laughs> I mean, all connected that way. I mean, I'm just just trying to break it down for yeah. everybody. So yeah, so it isn't that it one, fulfills two, that prophecy. Skip a few. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because he was of the house and lineage of David, uh, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. You know, I'm going to stop. Right yeah, I was yeah. Say, that's stop. important. We, point. we need to stop. His his betrothed. Betrothed. That means you are my betrothed. Uh, I guess. Well, you're not. No, I hope not. I'm already married. <laughs> but talking about it was they were, um, you know, engaged. I don't know if that, that's maybe the closest it's the word. Closest to use. thing that we yeah we have. use. But but they were uh, put together to be married. They 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 had not been married yet. They were not married yet. But she was with child. That child is Jesus. Okay. And maybe we had a. Do you think we had a? You want to go backwards a little bit and talk about that a little bit? Go back in time. Yeah, let's go back in time. Okay, so if you go back over be-do-do, to the... <laughs> we just took the time machine, and we're going back to Gen- or Luke chapter 1. almost went all the way back to Genesis. <laughs> we almost stayed in the time machine too long. Uh, Luke chapter uh, chapter 1, it talks about um, Mary and, and her uh, being visited by an angel. So we start at verse 26. It says, In the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. So there's that word betrothed again. <laughs> so, right. um, and it also uh, stresses that she was a virgin. Okay, So of the house of David, and the virgin's name uh, was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. So she was visited by Gabriel, the angel, and said, You're going to be with child and that was before she was a virgin so she never lay with a man before and uh, she was already betrothed to joseph has already been decided and she was going to have this baby so yeah. and to the point that i mean they were they were married enough it's, that sounds weird that to actually call off the wedding would have been it would have almost been like a writ of divorce I mean, yeah. it was yeah. It was like a. It wasn't just an engagement. It was this is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, she would actually have been shunned, right? If, oh, he, yeah. if he would have called off the marriage because yeah, because um, and when when the angels come to Joseph, which won't go over there and go through that, but the angel did go to Joseph and say, "Hey, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife." Um, and he he actually thought about putting her away secretly. Mm-hmm. And that the reason he would have done that was to 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 help her save face, to to not ridicule her, you know, those kind of things. Because we all know when you're pregnant, you're going to start showing at some point, right? Yes, and they're going to be like, "Hey, I have every time." 
<laughs> but they're going to be like, hey, you're not married. What's going on? And, you know, and then there's been a lot of questions asked and a lot of difficult situations, especially for Joseph. So uh, it's important to know that, that she is already uh, pregnant at this time with uh, Jesus. And uh, but Joseph stayed committed. He knew knew what was going on and he stayed committed to what was happening and, and stuck with it. So and can you imagine? I mean, one, you're Mary. And and you know, like you know what has to happen, and it hasn't, but you're pregnant. I mean, that's got to be like a whole different level of, yeah. huh? You know, I mean, I, just think about that, mm-hmm. you know. But then on the other side, think about Joseph. Because... Yeah. You got to trust that that what the angel has said and what Mary is telling you and all those kind of things. I mean, there had to be a level of trust there between them already. And you know, I mean, yeah, that, for sure. This was a a much a much thicker, stickier situation than than if the same had kind of happened today. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's just say that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, Mary was young. Yeah, I mean, she was young. So it wasn't like, you know, she was. Yeah, it's just a, it's a difficult situation for sure. And uh, okay, so, okay, so we pick up on verse uh, six, and it says, "And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth." So as they traveled, they went to, to, uh, to Nazareth. Uh, I'm sorry, Bethlehem, and they 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 get there and they traveled there, which is a, it's a pretty good travel. Uh, it wasn't just like you know, 15 minutes down the road. And then she gave birth birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Okay, so we hear about that part of the story a lot. Baby, you see the manger scenes all the time. You see what's going on. You see Joseph, Mary, baby Jesus on the hay. Um, what is that, you know, how did that really look specifically at that time? Right. I think there's some difference of opinions or difference of interpretation of, of what it really what, looked like. Yeah, what that could have looked like, what it might have been, all those kind of things. But I think the the important thing to know is is there was there there was a place that they could have potentially stayed, right. but there was no room there. There was no room for them to stay there, so they right. had to be. They weren't in the comforts and the normalcy of a of a place. Yeah, that that inn manager has gotten a bad rap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for thousands of years. Yeah, it's not like he just. Kicked them out and didn't want anything right. to do with them. There was it was a situation there where it was full. And in and a side note, you know, it, it makes it extra, especially when you hear about the story, because of the amount of women that died during childbirth at, at these times and stuff. It wasn't they didn't have the medicine and the hospitals and all these things that we have now. So there there was also those challenges. Yeah, but, they had goats looking over them. Yeah, <laughs> taking I mean, care. Uh, instead of a midwife, it was a goat. <laughs> Which is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so they're there, and then. Um, one thing I, I read about this that was interesting, talking about the end, talking about the place that it was that they were to go, and it was it was neat because there's a certain word that's used right here. Um, I was a Greek word, and it, that they translated here, and it's only used in one other place in the Bible, and it's at the Last Supper, where and that word actually means it can mean guest room. Yeah, guest room, yeah. like like a exterior room of a house or something like that. And it's um, it's used only again at the time of the Last Supper, which is when Jesus and his disciples, right before crucifixion, right before he was arrested, and all those things, they had went and they observed the Last Supper together, and it was in a, a room 
similar to what they were doing here. Right. So it would have had the so the same Greek word was used. Yep. That's what that's what you're saying. The same description. And it's the only time that that the that only that two times is said it was used is in those two the guest room here and the guest room there. Yeah. And and you remember what the like how did he get to the guest room? At the Last Supper. You remember that story? I do. I happen to have it marked right here for you. <laughs> so I'm going to read this to you because it's, it's really fascinating. It says, uh, this is uh, all the way jump over to like Luke uh, 22, uh, starting with verse 7. Instead of 2, it's 22. 22. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> okay, so verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb has to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us that we may eat it. They said to him, Where will you have us prepare it? He said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters and tell the master of the house. The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room furnished. Prepare it there. And they went and found it just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. Yeah, so what basically just happened was Jesus Jesus was like, you know what? When I was a baby, they didn't have room for me. <laughs> They're going to have room for me now. That's right. Like, I'm making sure there's room in the inn. Yep. And and he went about. <laughs> We're having dinner. <laughs> like, this ain't happening twice, guys. It's not happening twice. Yeah. It, so he kind of goes out of his way to make sure that he's got a guest room to have the last supper. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really fascinating because it's like as he entered the world, it's like we don't have room for you. But before he exit, it's almost like he's going back to that beginning. It's almost like you know, it's like a, like a little bit of a circle of of what he came here for. Now he's back. Yeah, it's it's really neat. I just, it's pretty cool. I like that. Fancy. Okay, so uh, baby Jesus has been born uh, at at the in the manger. And so we go to verse 8, and it says, In the same region where there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, uh, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Um, I think we should stop right there. Yeah, I think we should do. Yep. Who's it for? All the people. All the people. All right. That's all, about all I wanted to say right there. All the people. <laughs> for all the people. Nobody's discluded. Is discluded Good news, away. great joy. Yep. So. It's actually one of my favorite verses of the Bible. Good news, great joy yeah. for all the people. I bring you good news, great joy. I bring you good tidings is the kind of the King James throwback mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Good tidings, good tidings of great joy. You, you could sing that one. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Nah, too easy. Oh, dang. Um, so, yeah, um, all the people. I just I, I just, I just, want to say it again. All the people. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he has pleased. I just, I got to stop you for a second and say, you got to picture that moment. Um, the shepherds out in the field just doing their work, um, not expecting anything. An angel appears, makes this pronouncement to them, 
which why shepherds, Jonathan? That's probably a question we might want to tackle. Why shepherds? And then the whole a multitude of the heavenly host appear praising God. That's that was had to be something to behold. I don't I don't know if we give that enough attention sometimes. Yeah, because that would freak you out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're Just, talking about it. I mean, one angel shows up on the scene, and pretty much, what are the first words every angel says? Uh, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Why? Because they're intimidating. They're scary. Because <laughs> the human in front of them is going, you yeah. know, obviously afraid every single time. Yeah. So... I believe angels are probably a, a sight to behold, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, fear not. I'm one angel. And now here's a whole heavenly host of angels. Yeah, yeah it's it's a pretty big deal. Something I mean, to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, verse 15. I'd probably pass out. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you'd catch me first because I'm passing out. That's first. why they went to the shepherds, so they fa- pass out and fall on the sheep. Yeah, but Be you, soft. speaking of that, do you think there's significance that they went to the shepherds? <laughs> yeah, I heard you. <laughs> Just completely ignored that. It's probably better. Uh, um, I, you know, maybe. I mean, we can we can throw around conjecture and and thoughts yeah. and things like that 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 they went to those, you know, shepherds. They were out there with the sheep. Instead of being home, all those kind of things. So they mm-hmm. they had a lowly job. They were kind of the I, I don't want to say the outcasts, that kind of thing. But also, yeah, funny, odd, you know, funny enough, oddly enough, David was a shepherd. He was, yeah. And also think about how uh, you know it's also we're often referred to as sheep. And yeah, Jesus is a shepherd, you know, and so I think about that, and then. Like I said, they didn't. They didn't go find the king. They didn't go find royalty. Yeah, because he wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so they went and found the shepherds. I mean, it's it's when you see when you this stuff starts adding up, and you think about the character of who God is and the character of Jesus, it just yeah says a little bit more. Let's go get people that most people wouldn't necessarily talk to. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if something huge happens in town. Nobody's yelling, hey, go make sure the shepherds know. They need to be the first to know. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, all those kind of things. And then David being a shepherd and and Mm. the sheep. Yeah. All connections. Lots of things add together there. Okay. So, uh, verse 15, when the angels uh, went away. Hang on. Oh, was You said heavenly host praising God, but you didn't say what they were saying. Oh, I thought I did. I'm pretty sure I did, oh, but okay. Say it again. <laughs> Verse fourteen: Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom He is pleased. All right, I want to stop right okay, there. Okay, you want to? Yeah, I want to stop right there because it uh, there's there's like some cross references in that verse that point back to Isaiah chapter nine, and check this out. I mean, this happened hundreds of years before, All right. um, you know, before the child was born, before Jesus was born. Chapter 9 of Isaiah starts out, For for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, that peace phrase there, Um, 
of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. Zeal, the Lord of hosts, will do this. It's kind of some some prophetic things going on there, um, talking about that this peace and uh, the uh, you know what what the angels were talking about there and those kind of things. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, um, verse fifteen. So when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, "Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us." That's good. Good reaction. The heavenly hostess appeared. We we should probably pay attention. Uh, And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Okay, hang on. Mm -hmm. That's got to be a big manger. (laughs) (laughs) It said they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Mm -hmm. Snuggle time again. (laughs) (laughs) Commas are important. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Um, and when they saw it, they made known the saying that has been told them uh, concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering in them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God uh, for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given uh, to the angel before he was conceived in the womb. What I want to say about that, this I just find it interesting, is is Mary. This what the shepherds came and shared was not new information. It was stuff she had already known. Yeah, but she didn't tell the shepherds that. She didn't have a conversation saying, "Oh, pretty soon." I don't think she probably told anybody. I, I would think as her and Joseph had private conversations about. It. I don't think they were out telling a bunch of people. Yeah, because you know what you sound like if that. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, you know. Yeah. So. The shepherds received the same message. I don't know what happened. I'm just pregnant (laughs) and nothing happened. I don't. That can't happen. Mm. So, yeah. So the shepherds received the same message, basically, that they got. But they were different at a different place, different time. And so when they came and told Mary, it was just like a reiteration of what she had already been told. Like, we were told this, too. And It's like, Mary, just in case you forgot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Maybe that's where the song comes from. Mary, did you know <laughs> that they were? It was the shepherds singing. They were musicians mm. too. Hey, we could do that one, or you could do that one. Mm. No, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I do have a question. Okay, so we just read the, you know, because the next thing is is presenting him at the temple, that kind of thing. Yep. It, obviously, this is missing something. The mm-hmm. wise men. Yep. Obviously. Yeah, the gold frankincense of her. Because every nativity scene we ever see has all the wise men right there, right? Yep, they're there. Yeah. At the baby. At the baby. Lying in the manger. Lying. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't lying. We've... (laughs) Um, Yeah, they weren't there. Don't tell me we've messed this up. No, no, we haven't. Probably one of those things that tradition gets a little wrong. (laughs) Um, you know, and they they weren't there that night. Okay, they weren't there at the beginning. In fact, John, or the next night. How many? How how long was it before they? 
Like two the, years. Yeah, it was a significant <laughs> amount of time before they showed up. It was like two years later. Yeah. And we don't know how many there were. Most likely more than three. Yeah. You ever think three dudes start going across the desert carrying gold, frankincense, and myrrh? They'd get robbed. They'd they'd (laughs) got mugged before they. Anyway, so yeah, so so what? I mean, what is the story there with the shepherd with the wise men? Though, I mean, what's the? Just tell it off the top of your head. Come on, I'll probably mess it up, Jonathan. (laughs) Basically, the king got news of um, because this is around this time the king got news of the birth, and he ordered all. Uh, babies was it mm-hmm. boys, um, male children, to be put to death? Yeah, and that's where, yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 wise men saw the star. Yeah, and so they started following the star, mm-hmm. and so it led them there. They asked about it. Herod was the king, you know, and they they basically came to the king, which I'm I'm kind of. Like, why would they do that? Why would you go to the king and say, where is he who is born king of the Jews? <laughs> well, obviously they didn't understand it well enough. But, you know, maybe it's like a godfather type thing. You know, you respect. <laughs> you, respect. <laughs> you have to respect. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe they did get it and knew this isn't going to be an earthly king. Mm-hmm. This is more of a Davidic king, you know, that kind of thing. I yeah. don't know. It just seems kind of odd. But yeah, so they went to Herod, and that's where we kind of, I think that's where we more get the two-year kind of thing, because Herod was like, kill all the boys two years and younger, based on when the wise men kind of told him all this had gone down. That would have been projected age, you know? Yeah, projected. If, yeah. if you cover this basis, we should be good. Yeah. <laughs> and Joseph and Mary, they... Yeah. Fleeting. And they had moved up a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, it, it because the wise men the, the Bible actually and you can find this in Matthew two uh, it says when they they went into the house they saw the child and Mary's mother yeah so they they'd they gone from anymore. the no away in a manger wasn't the <laughs> yes no it was they'd gone into a house now okay so does it really change the story i mean it does we need to tell it truthfully but i mean i guess in the big picture it doesn't change what happened that night it doesn't change the fact that our savior messiah was born no that night and was celebrated we just like to jumble things together yeah yeah maybe they did that because they needed more roles for people in christmas plays <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's bump up the three wise men a couple of years and get them there so we can do it so they did come it was just a little bit time later, so that's but. hilarious. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm just yeah. We need more on. more parts in this play. Yeah, we got too many kids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah, none of them so, want to be the donkey. So <laughs> <laughs> I was a tortoise once in a play, Jonathan. <laughs> we don't want to hear about that. <laughs> so anyway, so um, that's the Christmas story. I mean, that's that's Luke chapter two. That's you know an, an overview. That's the one that you hear all the time. That's the one people like to read. And and maybe tonight you got a little bit uh, different point of view of that story. or got some little bit more information that maybe you didn't have before. But I think it's time to land the plane, Jonathan. Land it. Land it. Okay. Uh, let me just say this. I'm gonna keep it short and simple. That 
that that's, kind that's of, the purpose that's of kind of part, that's, it's been that's a while the point. we haven't landed in a few weeks yeah. i don't know how to do this anymore um it's christmas enjoy the holiday celebrate with your family your friends um exchange gifts have christmas parties enjoy some good food do all that enjoy the holiday celebrate but remember what we are celebrating we are celebrating the birth of our Savior. Now, was his birthday really December 25th? Probably not. But we celebrate it. We take this day to recognize him. Don't take him out of Christmas. Make sure that you make him a priority. We before On Christmas morning, before we open a present, our tradition is as we read this story and we talk about it. Start traditions like that. Start something to where your family um, and you uh, make an effort to make Jesus, uh, to make that celebration number one, because he truly is our Savior. He truly is the Messiah that came to us. Yeah. And, you know, even we a lot of times say, you know, slow down, enjoy the season, all those kind of things. And then as Christians, sometimes we say, and while you're doing that, do this Advent calendar, which has you pull out something every day and, and read a lot, and then go do something with your family every day and light candles and, and all these, you know, it's like, man, even that's overwhelming, yeah. you know? Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and um, like my son, he's got soccer practice, at, you know, like once a week right now because it's kind of between seasons. And I had to ask his coach, hey, he's not going to be there. And this was last Monday, I think, because like literally it's the only night where our entire family is going to kind of be together. And that's not even counting the one I have in college, where our entire family is going to be together on the same night for the entire evening Yeah, for like the next 10 or 12 days, you know. And and a lot of it's great. I mean, there's Christmas parties and and all those kind of things. So there's there's a lot of stuff that we're doing that is fun that we're doing together as a family. That we just don't have any free time. Um, but guys, even even good things can not be the best thing sometimes. So you know, even if it's in doing uh, doing good things with your family. Sometimes we can take that even too far, and we just have to say, you know what? The best thing we could do with our family is to to swing by somewhere, grab a pizza, go home, and rent a movie. You bet. And just not do anything. Just be together. But do it together. Mm-hmm. So you bet. Yeah, make the make the holiday special. Um, remember your savior. Remember your family. Spend it together. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Don't let it overwhelm you. All right, that's the show. That's that's our Christmas episode. Uh, it's our last show for the year, and we're glad y'all listened in and checked it out, and we're so happy and so thankful that y'all are part of the show. We do have one more big special announcement, and uh, we're going to keep it short and sweet. But before we get there, I just want to say next year we're excited about some of the things that are coming up. We're excited about getting – we'll get back to regular shows in, in January, and we're going to try to line up some some more guests next year and get some other people on here talking to you, and we hope that it works out and you all enjoy it. We always love to hear from you, social media, any of those types of things. Send us an email at landtheplanetoday at gmail.com and let us know some some topics one of the hardest things about doing a podcast is figuring out what we're going to talk about that night. So if you got things you'd like us to talk about, we would love to hear it, and we would love to hopefully put it in a future show. 
But Jonathan, you want to tell them about our, you want, I think it's time for our special announcement. We, yeah, man. We. <laughs> we are on YouTube now. Whoop, whoop. We, we have taken the plunge to YouTube. So what that means is that means um, several of our shows that we've already done, including this one, are going to be on our YouTube channel, like a video format, not us. It's just going to have a picture no, there. No, goodness, no. But you can listen to the show <laughs> through YouTube. Through YouTube. If that's easier, you can throw it up on your TV. You can, you know, listen to it. If that's just easier for you, we're just trying to give you another yep. avenue uh, to watch. So head over to YouTube, search Land the Plane Podcast. You got to search. You got to add podcast yep, yep. on there. Make sure you put a podcast on there. You never find There's us. a lot of Land the Plane videos Let's just want to watch planes landing. Yes, uh, a lot. Make sure you put Land the Plane Podcast. Look for our logo. Look for our channel. It'll be there. Be on the lookout for that. Look out for my Christmas carol coming to a social Yeah, that's going to be on YouTube, too. Near you <laughs> soon. All right. Hey, well, I think that's the show, Jonathan. I think we've been out here long enough, but Let's it's our Christmas it. show. we got to go a little bit long yeah. on the Christmas show. So hope you all stuck around for that special announcement. All right. So, hey, that's all I got. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Merry all Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas, everybody. 